Greetings and welcome to the very first episode of Are You Winning, Son? Hosted by me, Ryan Mathman1024, and my son, Caleb Toast R. Waffle. Hello. There you go. I was about to say, say hello to everybody that may be listening to us. So, people that probably know me, they know that Mathman1024, uh, I teach math. Yeah. So, Mathman, yeah. and of course, 1024 is just a super cool number. Wouldn't you agree? My favorite number is 64. See, that kind of connects to it because 64 is 2 to the 6th power. It's like 4 cubed and 8 squared. No, that's good. And 1024 is, you know, 2 to the 10th. Or 32 squared. It's See, numbers, yay! And this is where we've lost anybody who's even going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) All right, so... We're keeping this in. So what what about toast or... toaster? See, I kept saying it wrong. I kept saying toaster waffle. But that's not actually what it is, right? Well... It's pronounced toaster waffle, okay. but it's not toaster without the e. <laughs> it's like Toys R Us, <laughs> like toast R waffle. Gotcha. You see, Toys R Us died, so sad. So I took its place, but I don't sell toys. I sell my own stupidity. Okay, I was about to say you don't sell toast nor waffles. Nah, so, but okay. I eat them. So this whole time I've been saying, oh, it's toaster waffle without the E in toaster, but it's toast R waffle. So uh, right away, we've already given you our handles, uh, toast R waffle and mathman1024. I'm of course, on Twitter and that's it. Yeah, there you go. I have Instagram. But... And you can always follow this podcast at are you winning pod. So that's. On Twitter specifically. Well, yes. That's for... <laughs> I'm only going to know about this on Twitter anyway. So the purpose of this podcast is to just get together every week or so, every couple of weeks with my younger son and maybe my older son to talk about games that we've been playing. And well, I would say and catch up, but we see each other every day. So it's not really catching up, but just, I don't know, kind of getting to know what you've been playing and me telling you a little bit about what I've been playing. And there's probably going to be a lot of other random topics like that whole two minutes. What do you mean that whole, whole two <laughs> Okay, so maybe you shouldn't be looking at the waveforms as we're recording because I'm not going to be self-conscious. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we've been talking for two months about nothing. I'm just nothing. saying, we're that, this is that's not all we're going to talk about. No, I mean, there's we'll we'll talk about all kinds of things, and as is, stop messing with the show notes. <laughs> and, and as is quite often the case, we will go on tangents because yes. that's what we do. That yes, that is. Oh my gosh, my laughs go like all the way to the top. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how you end up editing. So. We've talked a little bit about who we are, uh, at least our names and stuff. We're not telling you where we live. No, we're not going to. As I would say in my Mathman1024 handle, where do I live? In your head. My handle, like the, my location says your house. So you live at your, my house? No. It, like, or your house? It, said, it just says your house. Okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Also, my website is just Google. Yeah. It's the most useful website. Hey, Google, how do I get to Google.com? <laughs> so, what's really sad, just go to Google and ask it to look for AskJeeves.com. I don't know what that is. That's for the older listeners out there. You'll get it. I'm not old, so. No, you're not. You are a spry, I'll go ahead and spoil it, you're a spry 15-year-old. <gasps> and you've been gaming for a very, very long time. I now, Indeed, I have. How long have you been playing video games? At least 10 years. I know I started playing Mario when I was like really little. Now, which Mario? Because 
Yeah, right. <laughs> there are so many iterations of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to talk about this right now because that's part of like the we're doing like a Q and A type thing. Oh, okay, okay. That's kind of part of one of the questions, so we'll get on that topic later. Yeah, I just I'm trying to think back what to, to what your first game would have been, and it may have been. It was probably Wii Sports. Wii Sports? But I remember it being new Super Mario Bros. Wii. Yeah. Or uh, Lego Star Wars, but I probably didn't play that until later. Well, you were probably playing those by the time you were five, because I, I think we have video of you playing that, and, you know, of course, as little kids do when they're jumping with Mario, the controller jumps with <laughs> the character. Yeah, I've, I've seen the videos of me playing. Playing Mario, I just move everywhere. Well, that's because you were playing it as you were standing, and so it was a it was a full body. Like this is before like the Kinect sensor and all that stuff. Before we were doing like motion stuff, you were you were all in all the time, which is great. I don't. I'm surprised no one ever made a Mario game where you 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 are Mario. You jump and step on Goombas and die by touching a turtle. Woohoo! Well, I mean, there's uh-huh. a bit of motion with. <laughs> Okay, so there can be a lot of weird inside jokes that are just going to make each of us crack up. So please, 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 please bear with us. So I've been gaming a little bit longer than you. Yeah, because you're old. So a bit of history for my gaming is, well, it goes back probably a good 40 years, I would imagine. You know, whether I was playing Pac-Man, I remember when I would go visit uh, my aunt and uncle. There was a kid that lived a couple of houses down, and he had a Nintendo. So this was probably 85 or 86, like so my first you, year or so. So you didn't have a Nintendo? Not until, I think, 88 or 89. But anyway, yeah, so this kid down the, or I guess down the street, a few houses down, had an NES. And I remember going over there and playing Super Mario Brothers and going, this is amazing. Now, it wasn't because that was my first video game. That was my first, I guess, entry into the NES. But what before, was your first video game? I don't, maybe Pac-Man, but I, I grew up playing games on the Commodore 64, and then on the Intellivision, and then the Atari 2600. So I think my parents got got the 2600 during that video game crash when everything was just super cheap, where you could buy a game for three or five bucks. That is that that's pretty good. I well, think. cheap games, yes, but the whole industry was crashing. Right. Yeah. That. That wasn't good, but no. cheap games is... Well, sometimes cheap games are exactly that. Cheap. cheap games. Right. When you say you played Pac-Man, did you play the arcade Pac-Man or the NES Pac-Man? I remember... I remember and if so, like, which one was better? Which one is the superior which Pac-Man? One, which one? Which one's superior Pac-Man? Well, you know, what, what were the two that you said? Arcade NES or NES or arcade. Are there more than that? So I don't really remember playing the NES version, but we did have Pac-Man on the Atari 2600. And it was kind of junky. It was bad. I know I played Pac-Man on, I think, the NES Classic. And it was, it wasn't as good as, like, I've played arcade, like, Miss Pac-Man before. It wasn't as as good. No. Like, um, NES Pac-Man wasn't as good. No, and on the 2600, the mazes... You know, the maze wasn't even the same maze as it was in the arcade. You had a lot of limitations with the Atari 2600. And even though there were four ghosts on the screen, I think there was only one ghost at a time because the sprite kept going between all the, all four of them. And it kind of gave this illusion that they were moving, but they were just kind of flickering. 
so that it could handle processing all four of them. It was so, oh gosh, you should go and watch videos of it. It's not a good game. And there were a lot of, you know how E.T. was like one of the worst games ever and had all these unsold copies? I have heard of that. We had one. You had E.T.? Yeah, it was trash. Well, it was the the Atari 2600. That, that was like super early on. Yeah, but Pitfall, that was a good game. But not not to be confused with, oh, I think it was Super Pitfall on the NES. That game is trash. Wait, there's a game called Super Something on the NES? Are I you sure so. it wasn't on the Super NES? No, I'm sure. There was a Pitfall game on the NES. I think it was called Super Pitfall. I could be wrong. I'm sure anybody listening to this is screaming in their cars, going like, no, you idiot, it's called this. It was bad. It was, oh, I was so bad. The controls were horrible. So yeah, and I've been gaming for, like I said, for a very long time. I think the only time I took any kind of break with gaming was when I was in college. I had my Super Nintendo, and I played a little bit there. I do remember playing Mortal Kombat 2 with your mom. Oh, did she ever beat you? Sometimes. Wait, she... really? What? Yeah. That is... I Knowing my mom now, that is very hard to believe. That Some... she would beat you. Yeah, and she would... I think she picked uh, Baraka who was this character who would like throw out these blades and just like fling it like this and so you like chop you up. The only Mortal Kombat person I know is like someone with like four arms and Goro. like three fingers on each arm. You know Sub-Zero? Scorpion? Get over here. No? Oh my word. I'm, I'm very sorry for those <laughs> listening. I'm going to have to educate myself. No, 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 no. I'm not allowed to play Mortal Kombat. It's too like, vi- it's too violent. Ah, you passed the test. Good for you. <laughs> so should we go back to what we've been playing recently? <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I was going to say that, so I took a break from really playing and getting into video games when I was in college because I was focused on, well, I was dating your mom, getting in, getting married, and finishing up my degree. So it wasn't until after we got married that I got back into video games because your mom bought a Nintendo 64 for me for yeah, a wedding present. I know. We still have the bag somewhere. Oh, yeah, we, we, use it to, we use it for our Wii to bring it places yeah now. but we don't have a nintendo 64 that's really sad <laughs> but now we can play some nintendo 64 games on the switch which is really cool i think yeah speaking of that i kind of want to go off topic for a second sure uh i'm excited to finally be able to play paper mario like the original paper mario is that tomorrow yeah it's tomorrow i've played i played super paper mario which is like the odd one out it's really it's weird is that the one on the wii yeah it's like a, a platformer, it, but I also played Origami King on the Switch. That one was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I was. I remember I was playing that, and then you wanted to play it, and I never got to got to play it back. I was playing it, and then you wanted to play it, and then I wanted to keep playing it. I played that game so much. I never actually beat it, though. Yeah, you need to, you need to work on that. I'm going to have to yeah. get the backlog busters after you. But Okay, so the thing is, I tried so hard and did such a good job of not seeing any spoilers for the game. But then I, fi- I I saw some spoilers and I knew how the game ended, so I didn't want to keep playing it. But I re- I really should. I'm well, gonna. Also, I felt like it was going like super fast, because there were like like breaks between the boss and the next area, and then I got to like I beat a boss and instantly went into the next area, and I just felt like everything was moving so fast, and I just took a break and forgot. So. Because you saw how the game ended, you decided not to finish it on your own. Which is interesting because I watched you play a lot of Metroid Dread. 
even saw you beat the game. Metroid Dread was so good, though. Yeah, but so I, I still want to play the game. But just because I saw the end doesn't mean, oh, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to play it anymore. All, all it did for me was that it told me how to beat the game. So, so thank you. But for Paper Mario, it's like the same thing. The the whole game, you like, that, that's different. I feel like that's different because it's an RPG. But like in Metroid, you're like solving puzzles and going through and getting more, like getting stronger and getting all these new items and being able to explore more. But Paper Mario isn't really like that. Okay. Anyway. So getting back to like trying to follow these, you know, makeshift show notes. Yeah. So, you know, why are why are we doing this? Why does the world need another podcast? I think we've been thinking about this for over a year. Like thinking about making a podcast. My dad, Math Man. That's me. Uh, he f- one night just like came up to me and was like, "Hey, I thought of a name." <laughs> <laughs> and I had to be really quiet because my mom was sleeping. And I was just like, "What is it?" And I was I was brushing my teeth, and he said, "I'm gonna wait because I don't want to make you laugh while you're brushing your teeth." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And so I came out of the bathroom, and I was like, "Okay, what? What is the name?" And he said, "He said." Are you winning, son? <laughs> because for the for the longest, you know that that meme that has been around, and every time now that I see you play a game, I just I just walk into a room, I see you playing, and I go, "Are you winning, son?" And it's usually a no, honestly. No, hey, I will say that you are you're pretty good. You're kind of in your prime, and you've done a lot of things with games that I haven't done. Like uh, what? Well, I and mean, we could talk about Celeste. Yeah. I want to watch you play Celeste. I know you do. Uh, but in the meantime, we can watch um, Hungry Pup. We can watch him. You watched him stream that the other day. Oh, that was him? Yeah. He died a lot in the game. Um, but I know that there was one level you did like a thousand times, so... If you're ta- are you talking about the last level where they just like cranked up the difficulty to like 9 million percent? Whatever it was, I, I really felt for you. That was crazy. The final level. So there's like eight levels, maybe nine, in the game. And each level has, like, a, a crystal heart in it that you have to, like, solve a little puzzle to get. And each level has a cassette tape, which unlocks a B-side for each level, which also has a heart. But that's, like, just for beating the level. And then once you beat the last level, you unlock C-sides for every level, which are really short, but super hard. Yeah. Well, the final level's already unlocked, but if you try to do it, you can't get past it unless you have every single crystal heart. Although there's, like way speedrunners can like get past it but Wait, so you have to get the crystal you don't just automatically get the crystal hearts when you complete a level not for the main levels but for the b-sides and c-sides you do okay i almost want to go back and play that after watching hungry pup stream because i'm thinking you really I, should i bet i could do that at the same time i know how frustrated i get with certain platforming games like i, I love platformers you know that and you watched me 100 percent right. rayman legends oh yeah i never i never did that which, there was there were a couple of the little teens, teensy guys that yeah. I just couldn't find. But you helped me find some of them. It was it was a, it was a team effort. Yeah, I'm pretty amazing. Yeah, so we had this going back to this big question. You're like, why are we doing this? Because there's so many podcasts. We had talked yeah. about it for a while, and you know, we what's one of the ways that we connect with each other is talking about games. There's that one Nintendo Direct that we kind of streamed together. In Discord because oh, yeah. you were at the you were at Grammys and I was here. The Nintendo Direct where they announced like the new Kirby game and Chris Pratt as oh, Mario. Oh yeah. 
But then, but when I was driving, I was on a road trip coming back from visiting my family. Oh, yeah. And that was during the during Nintendo's E3 presentation. And so you called me and you talked me through everything that was going on. Wait, was that a different time? That was back in June. I think those were, yeah, those were two different times. Yeah. And so we... Also, we, we, we always talk. We always talk about video games, and since I've been on a podcast the past couple of years, yeah, that's what. Like I've seen you. You seem like you're having a lot of fun being in a podcast. Like you're, you made friends through that and stuff. Which so, which seems odd that I would make friends, but yes, I've made. No, friends. I. <laughs> I mean, I get this podcast is just the two of us, so I don't know if we're gonna make friends or not. But no, but it's a way for us to bond. And if your older brother comes in, you know. We'll just you know see where things go, but I will say that the interactions that we've had, that, that I've had being on the backlog busters with this great group of guys, people I've never met face to face, meeting over the internet that I would now consider like these are good friends. These are people that I can trust, uh, that I would go to for problems, and being in that community before I was actually on the podcast was really fun too. And so I hope that we can do something like that here. We can find other like-minded individuals who. Yeah, I'm not trying to create an echo chamber, but other people who say, oh, hey, I want to be able to talk about video games, you know, to, to my child, or I want to sit down and play games with them or have those conversations. Who knows? It, it may be a parent who is a gamer whose kid doesn't want to play. You know, it could be the other way around, too. Maybe uh, we could have special guests at some point. Maybe. You know, I know a few parents who are gamers and whose kids probably play games, too. Although, they're probably just playing Fortnite. But, uh... Oh, sorry. No, no. Oh, oh, am I... Did I step on your toes? I'm so sorry. I'm I feel so... like we should get into the games we've been playing recently. Right, well, so... And that's what this podcast really is about. is about sitting here, having a conversation, laughing, and talking about the games that we've been playing. So, It's not you... necessarily going to be one of those podcasts that's like every week and it's like two hours long. I, I don't gonna know. It's going to be like I'm kind casual of... and... Well, it should be casual. Yeah, it, this is casual. Right, totally cash. I can't sit casual, though, because I have to make sure the chair doesn't make noise. Obvi. <laughs> okay. Let me just go ahead and dab um, and get that out of the way. What? Should I dab and get that out of the way? No! Boom. Uh, just let the record show he he is currently dabbing in real life, and I'm very uncomfortable. Yes, because everybody can see it. Well, now they have imagined it, and that's worse. Oh, I'm totally going to go on Twitter and post that later. No. Okay, so, well, let's just have this conversation. What what have you been playing? I well, know I know you were playing have, Fortnite earlier today. Okay, yes, that's one thing. My cousin got me into playing Fortnite, and I've been playing with him recently, and it's a lot of fun, except when we lose, which is, like, every single time. But <laughs> I think it's pretty fun, and they released, like, a new chapter. like Chapter or season, or is that different? It's different. Like, there was chapter one, but back then it was just, it wasn't just chapter one, it was like season one, and at the end of season X, it turned into chapter two, and then at the end of season eight, it turned into chapter three. Okay. And now, we're here, but I don't want to talk about Fortnite. Oh, okay, then I, why is it on the show notes? But that's okay, that's fine. You just have to write the games we've been playing. <laughs> um, Mario Party. Let's talk about Mario Party. Over Thanksgiving break, and before that, I've been playing a lot of Mario Party Superstars. The newest Mario Party. Not to be confused with 
Mario Party All No. Super Mario Party. Super Mario Party. Which well. came out a couple years ago. And for some reason, earlier this year, they just decided to make it online for some reason. After like two years of nothing. But I think even the online mode that they added is, was pretty was pretty shoddy. It wasn't working right. But, but this one came with it baked in, right? Yeah, Mario Party Superstars online is pretty good. There is some like lag and stuff, but that's because online. But, but for the most part, cool. it doesn't matter too much, though. Yeah, the only part I don't like about online is the random five-year-olds that just spam stickers the whole game. <laughs> that was really frustrating, because I saw that happen when you were playing that, and then you and somebody else posted a, you know... We kept posting the, the sticker of a Goomba saying, Cut it out! He yeah. didn't listen. Yeah. Also, I've never actually finished an online Mario Party game. I always quit before it's over. Well, you think that the game should go by quickly enough, but you do 15 turns, and that's going to take an hour. Well, I know whenever we've played... Well, I guess that's because I have to keep telling people, hey, it's your turn. Hey, it's your turn. Yeah. Waiting on you. And sometimes it's me because I forgot to press the, the button that says, I understand how the minigame works. Also, I just want to point out, out of me, my brother, my dad, who's here, say hi. That's me, still here. <laughs> and my mom. I always beat them in Mario Party. I'm all, I always come out in first. I think I lost once to my cousins, but I'm, I'm pretty good at a mostly luck-based game. Yeah, I think you cheated. Okay, do you, you want to talk about a game you've been playing recently? So, one of the games that I have started playing recently is a game that I think I saw some people talking about online, and one of those people was you know Skinny Matt, and it's a game called Dicey Dungeons. Which, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it, I mean the the graphics are pretty simplistic, but it is a. I'm not sure how to put it. It's almost like a, a roguelike game. Isn't but, it like a roguelike? But you use dice to like attack. You and use stuff? dice. So the first character that you have, and there are six total. The first character is just like a, a warrior, and he has almost like, like a a tableau of uh, things that he can do. So it's like a, a two by three grid, and sometimes the action cards that you have will take up two squares, sometimes it just takes up one square, and so you can have at most six small pieces filling that up. And it could be related to some kind of attack. So it could be just a regular attack card that says, okay, you know, whatever dice you put there, that's gonna be how much damage you do to the enemy. Some of them, like there's one that I think is called like a battle axe. And the highest dice value you can put is a four. And the damage that you deal is going to be twice that. Oh. I think I saw someone play that once and it looked really interesting. It is interesting, but it can also be frustrating because you have to plan things out. Because as you go along, there's treasure chests and so you can earn, you can learn more abilities. And so then you have to figure out, okay, how do I want to, you know, what do I want my loadout to be for this for the next battle? Is it like that game Slay the Spire? Not really. Because with Slay the Spire, you're going through a deck of cards. And this one, you have, like, at the beginning of every turn, you've got your actions that you can do. You just have to use dice to activate them. So at the very beginning, for this, for the knight, the hero character, you have two dice. And he has this ability where he can re-roll one of the dice up to three times. So if you have a one, it's like, oh, I want to try to get that up to a six so I can do more damage. You can try to re-roll that. But as... The battle goes on you may get attacked where they burn your dice so you can use that die 
but you're gonna lose two hit points before you can actually use it to activate it. Or one of the runs I did was a special run, different episode, where I was cursed, which meant that any of your attacks have a 50% chance to fail. But once you, once that curse is activated on an action, then it's not active for the rest of uh, rest of your turn. So there's strategy in there. There's also luck with rolling the dice. Some of your other characters, though, because I've tried five of them. The sixth one is still unlocked. Or is still locked, excuse me. There is a, a witch one where she can cast spells. And so you can, you're like changing the spells that they cast every time. But the way the spells work is that you have to roll a certain die, a certain face value to unlock it, to activate it. There's one that I really liked who I actually beat his his turn, his round, uh, the first time I did it. And it was a robot one. And he has this, you know, this meter that goes up. So every time you roll a die, you know, it adds that value to this meter. And if you go beyond the max value, he short circuits and he can't do anything. But if you hit it perfectly, then you get like a bonus and you can choose to get some health restored or roll an extra die. There are a few others. They all have special ways. So they don't all work the same. They'll have different abilities. Sadly, there was one that I did. It's called a, like a tinker. And after every battle, you would have to take one of your weapons, one of your items, and convert it to something else for the next round. And I did that, and I got to one of the last battles, and I softlocked myself. I couldn't win, because I didn't have enough enough stuff to actually fight the monsters. All I had was one attack, and it said you can only use this once per battle. All the rest of my things were healing items. Well, that's or, not good. Or like re-rolling. Like, well, this is just dumb. Yeah, it's total trash. Uh, but it's a... Uh, it's good. It's interesting. The whole premise is that you're trying to earn fame and fortune in this dungeon and you've been, you know, turned into a die. Um, but it's, uh, I've been playing it on game pass, so it's nice to have that for free. I think you can also get on the eShop for like maybe four or five bucks. So it's not terribly expensive. Definitely worth, uh, checking out. So other than, uh, the Mario party, what else have you been playing? I got a game on my computer lately, like a month ago. Uh, called Rivals of Aether. It's pretty much like Smash Bros. Okay. Like, but it has like pixel art instead of like the 3D models and stuff in Smash Bros. And the reason I got it on PC is because if you get it on Steam, that you can access the community workshop and download custom characters and custom stages. So you could have one of the Rivals of Aether characters fighting Steve from Minecraft. Or... <laughs> oh, so people have modded them in there? Yeah, like, I downloaded a bunch of, like... There's, like, some Undertale characters. And, like, Link and Mario and Samus. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I bet some of those people will be receiving cease and desist orders pretty soon. And watch out for taking other people's IPs. So it's just like a... It's a fighting game. Yeah. Is it strictly one-on-one? No, you can do teams. Okay. Or like a four-player free-for-all. There's also there's like a story mode where six of the characters in it's it's a lot simpler than Smash Bros. Like it only has eight characters. Okay. Well, on the Xbox it had eight characters, but on the PC it has eleven characters, and one of them is actually the main character from Ori and the Blind Forest. Hmm. And there's Shovel Knight actually. I forgot so about that. So is this the game I was watching you play in the front room with the polar bear guy? Yes. Okay. And there's also a mode where you, like, defeat waves of enemies and 
like quick little mini games and stuff. It's a, it's a pretty fun game. The only other game I've really played recently is I replayed Undertale. Like completely replayed it? Yeah, like I started at the beginning and got the true pacifist ending because I'm a good Finally? Guy. Finally. Or is it the... Had you already done that before? I can't remember. Because yeah. I, I remember watching you try to do the true pacifist and really struggling against Sans at the end. No, Sans is the... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so, no. Sans is the final boss of the genocide route where you be a bad guy and kill literally everybody. Right. Well, who was that that you were fighting that you were having a really, really tough time with in the pacifist route? I don't know. Oh, all right. You... I do know that Undertale. Undertale is a pretty good game, I think. I think people should play it. It's pretty good. There you go. I'm going to put that right. That's going to be one of those box quotes. Pretty good. <laughs> hey, yeah. Ma, can I get this game? Look at this box quote. It says pretty good. That must mean it's pretty good. No? no. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. This is really... So, like, the only other thing that I've been really playing, um, and I haven't been playing a whole lot right now, you know, I'm in the middle of wrapping up a semester and then starting a three-week semester, so by the time the end of the day comes, I'm just, I can really keep my eyes open and maybe just enough for me to watch somebody else stream, live vicariously through their video gaming. Uh, but I have been able to play a little bit more Forza Horizon 5. Still a really fun, you know, very, very pretty game. Um... I'm trying to think, what have I done recently on that? I think I was going into the auction house and trying to buy cheap cars with auctions that were ending, you know, maybe a minute away. It's like, oh, I'll go and buy this car for 15,000 credits. Is that a lot? I've got, two and a half, I've got two and a half million credits. <laughs> it's 15,000 is not a lot of credits in that game. So in the game, you have, you know, of course, races to do, whether it is, you know, a circuit or go from point A to point B. There are also story beats in the game. So maybe this guy is wanting you to help him gather um, data about a, about a sandstorm. So he wants you to drive into it. So it's made up of maybe three chapters. There's some of the long ones have like 10 chapters in the whole in the whole story, whatever it is. Maybe you're being a stunt driver or like I know like in the older Forza games, it was you were trying to have a, a service that would rent out cars. And so they were having you test out these really you know, high-end, you know, fancy cars. Another one was con connected to the Top Gear series. But in this one, instead of having like 10 chapter things for all of these, you might have like, this one just had three chapters. And you know me, I've got to get the three stars. I've got, got to max it out. So if I didn't do it, replay. So yeah, it's, it's... I got that trait from you. I have to get three stars. That's why I hate Cut the Rope. I used, I had a, I had a, <laughs> cut the rope. I had a, a Kindle tablet <laughs> i had cut the rope on it and i hated it because i couldn't get all the stars i'll forget yeah and that's one of those things you just like i I, ha I know i can do it i'll get it this time missed it i'll get it this time yeah no and see that's why i was thinking about going back to celeste i think one of the things that really got me is that i was trying to get the strawberries i don't even know do they do, they do anything uh I could spoil the ending for you. It's not like a big spoiler, but... Well, then don't worry about it. it was, the strawberries slightly changed the ending. I'm not too concerned, then. If it doesn't affect my ability to platform... No, not at all. If okay. it, sometimes you get like, little postcards before levels, and one of them just says strawberries are just for impressing your friends. 
So you you don't need to worry about them. All right. I'm not going to worry about it then. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. So I know this is our first episode, and a lot of times first episodes are, you know, five or ten minutes telling your prospective audience what your show is going to be about before you really get into it. We've actually kind of gotten into it. Yeah, we have gotten into it. And we've actually had, had some questions come our way. So let's Yeah, just... on t- Twitter, at AreYouWinningPod, and at ToastRWaffle, and at MathMan1024, if you're interested. And I just want to make sure you understand that the Are You Winning Pod, the, it's, the, the yeah is actually Y-A, not Y-O-U. Oh, yeah. We were running out of space, so it had to be under 15, or 15 characters or less. So. And we had to make sure it wasn't the same as another... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you gotta be unique. Yeah, we ha- well, we weren't. We could just been like you know, A Y W S. Like, pod. are you winning? A Y W S. And then and then just put a bunch of numbers at the end of it because that's totally legit. When you see people post like that, oh look, Bob five zero six two two seven nine eight posted. Yeah, isn't one of your friends called Blaze Knight zero nine two three? That's a lot of random numbers. No, because no know, offense to Blaze Knight. I don't know. Don't be don't be rude to my friends. I I I, I won't. Mike, I'm very sorry about this one. Sorry, Mike. All right. So, first, Grouchy asked a question, which I'm sure you could answer. Is what is your favorite type of waffle? And he says that his son Jacob loves the cinnamon toast looking ones with peanut butter melted on top. That sounds really good. I've only ever had like normal waffles. I'm I have celiac disease, so I can't eat gluten and most waffles have gluten in them yeah because they most of them contain wheat flour in some form or fashion but there is a brand of waffle called knickknick well it's not they're not a waffle brand but they're a brand that sells waffles and their waffles are really good and i i always just put my waffles in the toaster make but, but toast, that, but toaster that, waffles but, but, but that uh, that toaster actually does have an e let's let's be clear about that yeah <laughs> can I say, can I, I just want to say real quickly why I chose that name. Yeah, why did you? So I, <laughs> I wanted to change my name on the Xbox because I thought my name was stupid. And it said you can only change it once for free. And if you want to change it again, it costs money. So I was like, okay, it has to be really good. And so I, the first thing that came to my mind was, what's a food that I like? <laughs> so I was saying toaster waffle. But there wasn't enough room, so I had to I had to get rid of one of the letters. So I chose the E. I so guess. you were going to you, it was going to be toast or waffle. No toaster or waffle. Oh, it was going to be toaster waffle. Yeah, it was just gonna be toaster waffle. But so you 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 nixed the E. Also, apparently, that wasn't an original name. So it it gave me toaster waffle four o two. So that's how you can find him on Xbox for all those who. Oh are crap! Watching. I didn't think about that. It's okay. I don't care. But yeah, that's the origin of me. But on the Switch, the your profile, your, your character limit is only like 10. Oh, that sucks. So I had to either name myself Toast R. Waff or think of something else besides my name. And I ended up settling on like Toast, but like every other letter was capitalized and it had a question mark. But now I'm just, I'm just Caleb with a question mark. Agree. Am I Caleb? Who knows? So you like the Knick waffles. I like like just normal like store bought ish waffles. I like the Trader Joe's, the gluten free Trader Joe's ones. Yeah, those, those are, are good. Those are pretty good. Not only are they good, aren't they cheaper? 
yeah, it's like eight waffles for two bucks. So in terms of gluten-free, gluten-free waffles, that's pretty cheap. I just realized I never said what I like on my... I don't like just plain oh. waffles. I like... I, I actually also put peanut butter on my waffles. It's, it's pretty good. It also goes well with like a glass of chocolate milk to wash it down. Mm. That's only for like special days. No, I'm, I'm a big fan of syrup. Big fan I of syrup. I like syrup on pancakes, but I just... I've never put them on a waffle before. Well, see, I do, and you gotta make sure you fill up every single square. Of course, you know that with peanut butter. Yeah, but then I end up using way too much peanut butter. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem. But if you use syrup, you fill up all the squares, and if you wait a little bit, the syrup gets soaked in, and it's like, oh, well, I gotta refill these. <laughs> and oh, get, man. And then you get the sugar rush with the inevitable sugar crash yeah. shortly thereafter. But what the ones I used to like, I used to like when we would go to hotels. And they would have the free continental breakfast. And they have the waffle irons. And so you would take the batter and pour it in and make a big Belgian waffle. Yeah, I've never had waffles in a waffle iron. I always just had to pop the waffles in the toaster with you know an what? E. I think, the, I think the ones that we have, th- th- those are just fine. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm so lucky that being glute, having to be gluten-free, there's so many like gluten-free things that I can just eat. Like... I don't need to worry about what gluten waffles taste like because I have perfectly good waffles. Yep. Uh, okay, so we have a just a, I want to read a, a, the a long list of questions from Blaze Knight. I will read okay, the take, questions. This is from Blaze Knight zero nine two three, one of my fellow backlog busters, just also, like Grouchy. Also, apparently known as Mike. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I need to apologize again. <laughs> so, what's his first question? Okay, first, what are your favorite games to play together? Well, naturally, it's Dr. Mario. Naturally, it's not Dr. Mario. I like playing Mario Party because I win. I like playing Dr. Mario because I win. But I think one of I think one of our favorite games to play together is Smash Brothers when we're on the yeah, same team. I we're like on the same on the, team, just beating people up. I like being on the same team with you because we're in it together and we can't hurt each other. Because remember when we played Streets of Rage 2? Oh, no, that game. Oh, we could... Who thought that was a good idea? You could just punch your teammate. That's just the way a lot of of the games work. But there usually is an option to turn off friendly Friendly fire. fire. Yeah. A game that I know I lose at, like, every single time, but I still like playing is Street Fighter. We got like a thirty. We got like a thirtieth anniversary collection with a bunch of games. Yep. There was one with this like weird guy, called like twelve or something. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember which iteration. The guy with the weird move set. Yep. Okay. Next question. Wait. Do you have anything more to say on the favorite games to play? So it was like to to play together, right? Yeah. Specifically together. You know, Mario Kart is fun. Yeah, I agree. when Oftentimes, we're on, like, a team. It, well, even when we're on the same team, there's still this weird... This is where I really wish you could turn off friendly fire. Because, oh, did you just shoot me with a red shell? But the red shells usually curve around your teammates. Depends on how close you are. <laughs> yeah, we've... But that, that's a fun game, especially Mario, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah. So I good. think that's the best Mario Kart game so far. I feel like the Mario Kart games just keep getting better, which means Super Mario Kart is the worst Mario Kart. It is... Bad. Sorry for the people who like Super Mario Kart. I it's really right. don't it's like It's all right. It. We're going to be uh, re-educating him a little bit later. Uh, another game... Well, just recently we played Picross S3. And oh, was... yeah. I forgot Picross has a two-player mode. That was really fun, except 
Picross, when you're playing this, it's so, it's like all white. So it, like after playing for a while, I start to get like, kind of like a headache. Yeah. Should okay. we get to the next question? Sure. Okay, what are your least favorite games to play together? Overcooked and Death Squared. Oh. I've been thinking about this since I saw the post oh, on Twitter. Gosh, Overcooked and Death that. Squared. Overcooked, Overcooked 2, Death Squared. Uh. Well, I think playing Death Squared, you know, I think a lot of times it depends on the on the company. Depends like on who's who playing? Who, who you're playing with. So I think like if it's just you and me, Death Squared, well... You, I think Death, Death Square is not that bad. I don't like it because sometimes it's, it's like super unclear on what you're supposed to do and it's really hard to figure right. it out. And if someone like just moves slightly wrong and touches like a spike or a laser or something, then you have to restart all over again. Right. And I know there was a, we tried doing the two player mode for Shovel Knight. Oh, that, that was We tried bad. it for about a minute and I said, I'm <laughs> not doing this. Because it was just too frustrating because you were like hitting each other and getting in each other's way. It's like, yeah. nope, nope. Oh, I forgot about another game that's kind of fun to play together. It's really more competitive, but in versus. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's a quick game. But the thing the thing about in versus is there's not really much to do. So after a while, right. it gets kind of stale. All right. I know Mike had some other questions. questions. I think he also wanted us to do his daughter's homework. <laughs> Why is using a controller superior to using a dance pad in DDR Mario Mix? First of all... I mean, it's it might be superior for getting a better score, but it's not superior. It's not the best way to experience the game. I agree. I think I tried one time. This was even back in our old house when I tried. I was, let, let me try the controller and see how it works. And it was it was no good for me. I Much tried once because like just to see like does this work with a controller? I also tried once to prove that I could beat you with a controller, and I think I did. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Especially if you're using like just one joystick or just the one D-pad, you're like use like both of them, and then it gets weird. So I know that was Blaze Knight's opinion. Yes. Right. But his opinion's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, sorry, Mike. <laughs> I, yeah, the, the the dance pad is is to me the dance pad is superior, and the one that came with Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix is superior to yes. the just the generic. So we have one that works for. Like it's got a plug for PlayStation Two, Xbox, and GameCube, and yeah, but it doesn't. I think the Mar the the Mario Mix one is definitely the best one, and they True. even work well for we have we have a Dance Dance Revolution game on the Wii. It was called Hottest Party. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and they work, but that game is weird because sometimes they expect you to use like the Wii remote and the nunchuck, and sometimes like just like use the motion controls to hit some no I don't know. Well that was the gimmick for anything that came out on the Wii. Yeah. If it comes out on the Wii, you've got to Motion be, controls. You gotta waggle it. Waggle to win it. And on the DS, if a game came out, guess what? Touch controls. You have to. Except there was like a there was a Mario and Luigi game that used the touchscreen once. Hmm. <laughs> Which is kinda weird, but But what's it that Dance Dance Revolution Hottest Party has a two player mode that you can do cooperatively. Yeah, that's all that's a, another game I forgot about when talking about games I like to play together. The well, two-player mode in that one is great because it's like co-op, like eat the whoever. It, it, ta- it takes the, you're doing the same steps and it takes the best single step register for each one. So if I get a perfect and you get good, it's going to register as a perfect for the total team score. Right. And so it's very helpful in case, 
I falter, you can make up for it if you are doing good. Because, you know, sometimes you're doing it and all of a sudden my left has become my right and I don't even know where I am. Something I thought of is like, what if I just do like left and down and you just do right, like right and up on your dance pad? I feel like that would lead to a lot of confusion though. But then when you have like the combos. Like where you have to hit two notes at the same time. Yeah, that that would get complicated. Right. Next question, what was the first console you introduced your son to? That was a question I was talking about earlier, because I, I wanted to save it for later, but mm. we kind of still talked about it anyway. Oh, sorry. The Wii. <laughs> the first console I ever played was the Wii. It came the out... The same year I was born. came out a month after you were born. Yep. Yeah. So, I basically just grew up with it until, like, the 3DS and the Wii U. Yeah, that reminds me. I thought about some of the other things that you may have experienced along with your first with your first video game stuff. Remember, like, the, the Leapster and the Leap Pad? Oh, I forgot about those. That's because they're forgettable. I know I played, like, a, a game about, what was it, like, Dora's cousin or something? Diego. It was, like, a, a platforming <laughs> game with Diego. I actually tried playing that, too. Really? And I went, so slow. Because it's a game for children. But The only thing I remember is someone saying parallelogram. That's the only part of that game I remember. And I remember climbing a mountain, I think. I don't know. But it wasn't, I, was it Mount Celeste? Probably not. If it was Mount Celeste, little three-year-old me would, would have <laughs> cried. Yeah. It took me nine hours to beat the last level in that game. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but I will say for your video game education, you know, it's really been all over the place. It wasn't, it hasn't just been only modern consoles but you've because of i guess my influence i've exposed you to you know the nes and super Nintendo games especially through virtual console things we also got the classic versions of them yeah which were really cool but i think you knew about that stuff even before then i'm trying to think how i only really knew about mario bros 3 and super mario world because of the the wii virtual console all right the last question says 12x Plus 3x minus 14 equals 45. Interesting. Seven. The answer is seven. The answer is unequivocally seven. not seven. Yes, I'm it is. The answer more is seven. 59 over 15. Well, that's just Don't me. Do his, I'm assuming that's like his daughter's math homework or something. Yeah. Right. So let's I'll get, let's give false answers. The answer is pi fifth roots of 79. Plus seven. Plus 7 divided by 16e to the 572nd. All right, so... With a smiley face. Totes. All right, so... I think that kind of does it for our first episode. I think this went okay. Yeah, I didn't expect us to be recording for this long, but... Do you you think you'll come back again? Will we see you again? Yes, yes. This isn't going to be the only episode. I want to thank, thank you all for tuning in, for listening to us. Talking about games we've been playing and just listening to us as a father-son duo. Um, of course, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can always find us on Twitter at AreYouWinningPod. You can find me almost anywhere with uh, the name Mathman1024, whether it's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Xbox. And you can find my son at ToastRWaffle on the Twitter. And on Twitch, but I don't really, I don't really stream and on Twitch. He's a fantastic artist, so hopefully you'll be seeing some of his work with our... Uh, I don't know what that face is. I don't know. With our work for our podcast. So, until... Are we leaving that in? Sure. But... Are. 
So until we meet again, be sure to ask yourself, are you one inside? (laughs) And uh, if you're not, then we leave you with these two simple words of advice. Get Get good. good. Oh dear, this is a train wreck.